Welcome back to Finding Catharsis. I'm your host, Simon Bettenkirth, and I'm recording this the day this episode's supposed to go up at 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, July 28th, 2021, and um, yeah, I'm recording this episode uh, mostly because I was dissatisfied with the episode that I had set up for this, where I talk a lot about um, basically how I've been feeling the last uh, week or so. Right? And I think there's like an importance to that. So with that being said, let's kind of just jump right into this and let's talk about what's been going on. Last episode, the coin flip, I call it, it's really kind of more of a difficult episode for me to kind of discuss because there's a lot of a difficult emotion. Um, previous to that, I had recorded myself kind of like in this depressive mode, and it's a really emotionally intense episode where I really do talk about how my brain is processing how I feel. Um, I am depressed, I am angry and sad, and I kind of want to like not exist any longer. And what do I mean by that, right? Like, what do I mean by I don't want to exist? Right, well, so I kind of felt like killing myself, and not like in some like se- arbitrary sense of like, wow, this girl really, you know, I want to kill myself all because this girl doesn't like me. I feel like that's a way to uh, simplif- simplified version of what, what it was. I mean, if it works, it works, right? But there's a lot more, and it has less to do with the girl that I was interested in, or woman, sorry, um, woman I was interested in, and more so to do with... Um, my own shit, right? Uh, emotional abuse, feeling like uh, I was worthless because a lot of people made me feel worthless, and so much more, right? Well, so with that episode is like kind of like really important, and I wish I had done a better part of like talking about it. But it was like, so it's not like I wanted to kill myself. It's more about killing the idea of who Simon is, right? So what if Simon didn't exist as a person, right? Who, what if I was not who I am right now? That's what I wanted to get rid of. Be this completely different identity. This completely different person who didn't have the experiences that he has, right? And I thought the people in my life who I felt like were faking or feigning these uh, emotions of love and compassion towards me, I believed that they were faking it, you know, It'd be easier off if I didn't no longer existed because they wouldn't have to fake that they spend their time, waste their time faking to be my friend. And obviously, you know, a lot of that comes from like these fears of, you know, from uh, this absurd fear that comes from probably a decade and a half of emotional abuse. Um, and I know that it's not right. And very recently, I had an experience a kind of once in a lifetime experience that was kind of cathartic in a way, in its own way, that helped me kind of realize a few things about myself, but also helped me realize a a really bigger issue with, not an issue, but a more bigger thing that I didn't think about or consider about like my relationships and my friends. So what's this once in a lifetime experience? What's this cathartic moment you might ask? I'm glad you asked. This once-in-a-lifetime cathartic moment was I had to do a funeral detail. And for those who are not familiar with who I am, I serve in the military. And on occasion, there are funeral details. Soldiers who served in Vietnam, World War II even. Um, people who serve, in, who serve in the military and pass away. And their family wants 
their funeral they want you know military honors at their funeral and there are soldiers who are tasked with doing so i volunteer to do so because it seemed really important and you know i'm always down for once in a lifetime opportunities like this funerals and whatnot and i do this and for this stranger who i never met um and it was a pretty interesting and kind of intense um experience they're uh having to make sure i choreographed correctly make sure i rendered my salutes for the duration that they were supposed to folding the flag now that one's the hardest one folding you know they as they were moving the, you know the casket there's an american flag on top of it and having to you know do the process of lifting the flag folding the flag and then handing the flag to the uh recipient of it in this case it was the uh soldier who passed away his sister and that was kind of like an intense moment there was like this sense of urgency and pressure to perform and perfect it and it was uh, it was interesting the uh, soldier i worked with in doing so um uh, he's technically an officer i should be more polite um he um he said something to um to one of the attendees of the funeral one of the soldiers family who said you know we are uh, we're really honored for you guys to be here and he said uh, the major said well you know he was also our family and we're honored to be here as well and i never really thought about it that way you know i again as i mentioned you know i a lot of my life i've spent alone and there's this kind of fear of being isolated and alone and it kind of brought this calming feeling knowing that when I die, you know, as long, even though there are moments where I feel like I will be alone, I know that even when I die, there will be someone to send me off, right? There will be someone in the military who will see it and make sure that I get passed with the right respect and last send off being alone. And there was something, there's something extremely cathartic about that right and i realized as i kind of afterwards these last few days that um just because what i output in a relationship whether that's a romantic relationship my mutual relationships with my friends close friends just because the level of output i give is different doesn't necessarily mean that my friends have to give me the same output right and you know that's a more complicated thing in itself right because like obviously you want someone to give you the same level of energy back but it's all about distinction right i kind of the output i give is based off a lot of this emotional fear and kind of like issues that i've had you know from being bullied and abu emotionally abused for a really long chunk of my life right it is uh, brought an interesting kind of like fa dynamic to my my friendships right i'm a lot more present i try to be a lot more present not because of like because i'm not always because i'm super interested but because you know that's I, I worry that i have to be right but the thing is is that we all live our own lives we all live extremely interesting and unique and kind of boring lives so does it kind of bum me out if i can't if i i maybe i see one of my friends annually or you know or very, uh, you know, very rarely, 
Yeah, it does, but just because I may not see them all the time or, you know, we talk on occasion or, you know, weekly or whatever it is, doesn't mean that that person doesn't value me any less. It just means that, you know, these, this person's occupied and or maybe they don't have the social battery or maybe they just don't want to, and that's fine. It doesn't mean that anything I do is going to end the relationship, right? Whether that's and I, that's something I never, I can never, I really have, like thought about, right? Like level of input. So not everyone is going to match the energy you give out. I think that's an unrealistic standard, right? Not everyone will match that. Maybe some people will, like-minded pe- individuals who kind of feel the same way you do. Sure, they will, and but they may not be the person that you might want to give a lot of your time and energy to, you know, and. I think it varies, and I think it's also important to understand, like, people's boundaries and what they're expecting. And I think, like, as I've kind of, like, taken a lot of the time lately to realize, like, think back on these relationships, there's no, like, there's no actual reason any of my friends, um, people I really call family, there's no real reason for them to, like, kind of never, to, to fake any of, feign any of the, um, the, the feelings or things they've mentioned to me and like the time span of the relationships I've had, you know, there's, um, there's a lot I'm learning, right? There's a lot of, about like expectation management and just, but also just in general, like I have some pretty decent, not decent. I have some fantastic fucking like emotional support people in my life. I have people who value me, who know my value and worth. And I think like, they under they understand the mission. They understand entirely what I'm about, and they understand like that you know what I want to do and where I'm going and all the other things are just a part of who I am. And you know everything about who I am is they understand or to a certain degree they do, and they support it. And I think like that's something that I'm learning that I'm starting. I I'm beginning to accept more and more about myself really. Um, I had an interesting conversation this past weekend with a friend of mine, and she kind of told, I was talking to her and venting to her about how the woman I was pursuing, um, you know, I still feel hung up on this woman to the point where, you know, I kind of want to call her, drunk call her, drunk dial her and be like, you know, hope that she picks up and then just be like, all right, so, oh, sorry, wrong number. And then just kind of hang up and then like not, not worry about it or also worry about it. Who knows? That's the beauty of kind of having this, uh, of being, um, of being drunk is that I can feel the regret later. (laughs) I can feel the regret and all that pain afterwards. And, you know, that's something I, um, something that I shouldn't do (laughs) for sure. Um, A, because it looks desperate and B, I think it's not going to end the way I want it to end. And it's just kind of more so of a lot of dumb shit that my brain's got to unpack first. But, you know, like she, she mentioned that, you know, it's like, I have to love myself first before, you know, I can love anyone. And she mentioned this on the context that, you know, the reason I feel this way is because I, I do care about this woman a lot. You know, it shows in the way that it, it still affects me. You know, and the way I had to phrase what I had to phrase. But, I mean, you know, I made the comment that, like, I do love myself. It's just, it's kind of complicated. And she said, well, you know what? 
someone and she's like eh, i don't think so i mean someone who loves themselves don't really think about killing themselves and and then i had to kind of explain that well it's not that i wanted to kill myself kind of wanted to kill an idea of myself but you know it was it had more do with a lot of other things going on and kind of what to use a bit from the episode that i had recorded before this a little little uh sneak behind the curtain um I do love myself. I do love everything about myself, even the really kind of nasty parts about myself. The fact that sometimes I can be a little um, rude. I can be a bit of an asshole. Bit of an asshole, I mean a lot of an asshole. And um, I also have my own faults. Sometimes I really suck at, um, at being there for some people. And sometimes I can put myself first over other people in a very selfish way, not in a way that benefits both parties. Um, I really suck at sticking to things that I need to do, uh, doing some things the right way the first time around. Sometimes I fuck it up and then I have to learn all over again. I use a lot of vulgarity, and I'm not the most politically correct, nor am I the most, um, do I use the right words sometimes? Sometimes I use words that I probably, I most likely shouldn't, and a lot of that just comes from, you know, those are the neg. oh, and, you know, I beat the shit out of myself a lot, I, I self-deprecate more than I really should, and... You know, I I don't ever give myself a break sometimes. I think in some levels, probably perfectionist in some ways, and in some ways just extremely... What's the term? Extremely... I can think of this word off the top of my head. Don't worry, I'm actually smart and not as stupid as I sound or look. Um... not motivated I am extremely damn don't you hate it when you like you're thinking of a word and then you can't think of it for whatever reason I fucking hate that you know I fucking hate how it, being ambitious there you go being extremely ambitious um, is part of that but I mean there are a lot of really good things about myself my superpower is that I'm really good at listening. Um, I always find a way to separate the feel, um, fact from feeling, making sure that when I decide something or I'm listening to someone tell a story or explain a situation, I always ensure that I'm willing to look at things honestly and rationally. I love that the sense of humor I have while extremely inappropriate for most people is something that makes me me and I find really interesting ways to get my brain to work to make certain jokes and I love that because of that style of comedy I have to work a lot harder to make jokes in some cases than I do to not make them I love that I obsess over things um, that when something catches my eyes or my interest it's everything I think about, and I try to 
think so much about those things and learn everything I can about it. I love that. I love the way I kind of smile sometimes or I look in the mirror or look at myself and I kind of just smile and wink at myself. I love that it's taken me a while to kind of realize who I am and who I want to be. You know, I love that it has been this amazing journey of growth and development and that I'm only getting better. I love that sometimes I oversleep and I say fuck it for a run or an exercise and I just stay in bed and I just kind of watch YouTube videos and giggle and laugh like a little schoolgirl. I love that I'm always, that while it is extremely difficult at times to motivate myself, I find it extremely easy to to motivate others. And I, I just, I love, I really do love myself in like my own way. It's complicated. There are easy days. There are days where it's really easy for me to love myself and days that there aren't, but that's like any day. You know, you're not always going to be content with who you are. You may not always be content with where you are. And there are things you're going you're gonna to have to do to get to where you want to be. And, you know, that takes time. I do, to, to kind of ramble out, to end up this rant about whether, I, whether or not I love myself, which is a great question that she asked me. Um, I do. I love that I'm really interested in getting to know people and I'll ask questions that most people won't be willing to ask. I love getting to know strangers. I love talking to people. I love getting to know what they think, what they're all about, why they're doing the things they do. Like I just, I not too long ago, maybe like two weeks ago, I got a tattoo in Washington Square Park for 50 bucks in the middle of Washington Square Park was pro that probably the smartest idea to do probably not but i'm super happy because i got to meet the tattoo artist who did my tattoo got to learn a lot about what they're about why they started doing tattoos why they do it in the middle of washington square park and i really fell in love with their work because their work is amazing um i got to meet the tattoo artist's friend norman um fucking fantastic dude told me a lot about a book that he was reading called the atlas six that he was extremely excited to tell me about and i was extremely excited to hear about and then i got to meet a friend of my friend michaela's and i got to meet some weird ass dudes who were kind of like interviewing people and re recording them and giving out shirts that have the number 322 on it and then there were some people um for uh what's called anonymous voices for uh for Anonymous for the Voiceless, which is like a whole kind of um, anti-meat, uh, kind of more like a vegetarian, stop killing animals, PETA type deal. Uh, PETA type beat. I fucking love that phrasing. Yeah, it's just a COVID-19 type beat. What? Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, but getting to see that. I love the weird. I love the obscured. I love willing to like talk to people and ask them questions and see what the fuck's going on because I'm interested I'm curious, inquisitive, and I'm always willing to learn, always ask questions and listen to people talk. I love talking myself. It's why I do this podcast. But I love asking questions. I love learning about people and getting to know why. And I love that. I love doing that. And that's like, 
those are and I love that I love to do that. So let's see what have we covered so far. We talked about my friend Michaela telling me that you know someone who doesn't love themselves, someone who loves themselves doesn't want to kill themselves. Talked about that. Talked about what I've been up to recently. This kind of cathartic moment with a funeral I went to. How I feel about this, you know, how this woman has been making me feel lately. Kind of want to get drunk and do some stupid shit. How I'm choosing not to do that because, a, I'm able to real able to identify that that's not a good idea. That a lot of that comes from just how I feel. Um, I just in the last since I really recorded an episode, I downloaded Tinder. I recently deleted Tinder because, A, I realized that I only download it because I'm still hung up on this girl, on this woman. And, you know, the only reason I'm hung up on this woman is because I do still care about her, which is somewhat pathetic, but also not pathetic at all. Um, And a lot of it just comes from the fact that, like, again, she was everything I was looking for in a person, in a partner, romantically. You know, very extremely smart and intelligent, formidable, strong, both physically and mental and emotionally, you know, could definitely kick my ass. Beautiful. God, man. Was she fucking beautiful. (laughs) So fucking cheesy. Sorry. No, I'm not sorry. This is my podcast. This is what I'm allowed to do. But yeah, like, this person was what I was looking for. But unfortunately, for her, really, she just wasn't mature enough. Or, I don't know. It kind of sucks because our brains are just wired to want to know things. We can't live without knowing. Unless we're really dumb. But, I don't know. And that kind of sucks and bums me out, which is why I feel like I need to get drunk and call drunk call her because they a being drunk will activate the liquid courage in my body to then be more forward and honest. Um, yeah. And maybe that's what I don't need. I don't know. I understand that she, while she may have checked all the boxes, it may not have just been her specifically. And oh well. I've kind of just have to accept that and move forward, you know, and again, kind of like to what I've done previously, that message is, um, balls in her court, you know, I fucking volleyed that motherfucker and it's really, there's nothing else I can do. Calling her won't really do anything to you know, send that volley any further towards her. Shit's sent. Just gotta kind of live and own up to it and move on. And I am. I really am, slowly. Um, I know I'm saying that, but it's one thirty-two in the morning, and, you know, I'm, I don't feel like getting drunk. I don't feel like doing kind of dumb things like that. I kind of just feel like I'm going to wake up in the next seven and a half hours. Nah, maybe like seven hours. I'm going to go for a run, go for a quick three, five mile run, and I'll come back, I'll do some homework, you know, I'll shower and all that fun stuff, and I'll just keep on keeping on, probably read a few memes, send some memes to my friends, I don't know, 
obviously have this video, this episode uploaded and sent. I don't really know. I just know that it's, you know, what what I have to do: exercise, schoolwork, work, and move on. And plus, like, you know, I could spend time, you know, a lot of my time staying hung up on this woman. I could, you know, I could drunk call her and figure out what the fuck. I could, but I've got a lot moving forward in my life. A lot of exciting shit to look forward to. You know, in a few weeks, I'll be leaving for airborne school. I'll be professionally getting paid to learn how to jump out of an airplane properly. Well, to the military standard. You know, after that, I'll be finishing the semester, getting one step, clo- one semester closer to graduating college finally. And then in January, they're mobilizing me, meaning I'll get four months to learn how to do a bunch of shit and not be home which would be a good va- paid vacation in itself to kind of get myself ahead. Like I'm I'm quite excited. There's a there's a lot looking up for me. You know, and, that, and that's just only like for the rest of like next year. You know, into April and then, you know, I'll finish school and I'll move on, you know, hopefully maybe do another summer course and then go back in September and just keep moving forward keep pushing myself to these like unknown these limits right pushing myself further and further as far as i'm as i can go and then you know next thing i'll be done with school i'll be graduated and i'll have my dumb piece of paper and then i'll go you know leave for another two years i'll go to special forces selection and qualification course and then i'll go to my unit and then i'll move in to wherever i need to be whatever group i get assigned to And then, you know, I'll keep training and pushing myself. I'll go to more schools and then, you know, maybe deploy once or twice or three or four or eight times, however many I'm willing to get in. And then, you know, I'll put in a packet. I'll commission. I'll be an officer, make make more money and attain a higher rank, get out after 20 years. And then, you know, in the meantime, still continue my professional career. You know, make that smooth transition from, you know, from military to professional career and keep pushing that for what I want, you know, get out of the military and just keep, keep on keeping on, become president, hopefully make, hopefully try to instill a lot of uh, changes. I can only hope that I can, but, you know, we'll see. And that's like that's the stuff that I'm excited to keep doing. And who knows? Maybe somewhere in between there I find love. Maybe I don't. Who knows? I just know that like along the way I'll have I'll still have Rob, Mario, Vicky, Michaela, the group of friends I have now, my main group of friends. Like I'll still have all those people. They'll still be a part of my life. I don't think Unfortunately for them, they're stuck with me. <laughs> but, you know, it's I'm excited. And getting caught up in some woman, getting caught up in someone isn't going to change any of that. It's not going to... It's not going to change anything I do. 
it could have, you know, let's say things worked out and we officially started dating and whatnot. Maybe I wouldn't find less of a reason to want to go out most of the time when I would want to spend most of my time with her, you know. At the end of the day, also, you know, learn from your past. Regrets just make a person weaker. And I got to keep moving forward. There's only one direction to go, and it's forward. Staying in the past, laying down when I should be getting up isn't, isn't part of the mission set. I'm too damn motivated. I'm too damn prepared. I've got too much fire in my belly to fucking give up now. So, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call this episode, but I'm going to find a name for it. <laughs> and yeah, I think this is a I think this is a good one. With that being said, I've got one last thing for you. When doing something, whatever it is, changing the doorknob, changing, installing a new window, whatever it is you're doing, something that you're, a task that requires, you know, something, make sure you do it right the first time around. Read the instructions, learn how to do it the right, the first time around, so you don't have to do it the right, the, do it the right way later down the road and also take care of your shit like maintenance you know your car if you love it maintain it make sure you're doing checking your oil making sure you got air in your tires make sure you know your shit's working the way it should you know whether your computers your electronics take care of your stuff and do things the right way the first time around that way you don't have to redo them along the line and get mad when you have to redo it you'll be more happy that you got it done the right way the first time around with that being said good morning good afternoon good evening and good night i love you and i'm so very proud of you